Reading the Bible can encourage a person in their relationship with the Lord as much as any other spiritual discipline. The Christian Standard Bible is an English translation that strives to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity. The CSB maintains accuracy while remaining easy to read. It is a translation that pastors can feel confident preaching from and the person in the pew can feel comfortable reading from in their own devotional time. The Word of God is living and effective, transforming the hearts of people, and our hope is that CSB is useful in more people being encouraged to read the Bible and share it with others. Learn more at csbible.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hi, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of A Few Minutes with God podcast. This is episode 78, and you can find the show notes at A Few Minutes with God podcast. Well, today's topic is a little bit of of a heavy and hard-hitting topic. But before we get to it, I want to thank our sponsor, the Christian Standard Bible. You can find more information at csbible.com. Our sponsors help us tremendously by providing the needed funding to bring you this show as well as others on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network for free. So check out csbible.com for more information. Well, today our topic is abortion and the decline of love, and I have, um, as you probably have, listened to the news lately, and it's not anything that we really want to hear. Abortion has taken on a new meaning, and my question is, what has happened to love? In our world, it seems that love is no longer a factor in many people's lives, and the recent news has shown us that sin of abortion is still alive and well and increasing. We thought it couldn't get any worse than it did. We as Christians need to wake up and take a stand and see the root cause of this issue, the issue of sin, but also the lack of love. Recently, I heard a riveting talk by a Jewish convert to Catholicism by the name of Roy Shoman, a graduate of MIT and the Harvard Business School. He has an amazing conversion experience, which he um, details on several YouTube videos that you can watch. But he also wrote a book, Salvation is from the Jews. And the topic of his talk wasn't about conversion. It wasn't about his book. It was about the occult and some religions outside of Christianity and Catholicism that worship the God of evil. The details were remarkable, and I urge you to check out his website. But in his talk, he covered many things, but what struck me was what he termed the sins that cry out to heaven for vengeance, or the sins that cry out to heaven. And they are 
murder of a child by a parent or the killing among families, a father against a son, a son against a father, mother against daughter, son, so forth. Also the sin of sodomy or the sodomites. The third is slavery and marginalization of people. And the fourth is taking advantage of people or defrauding, and it talked about the wage earner. But what struck me the most was the first one, the murder of a child by the parent. He gave the example in Scripture about the war between Israel and the Moab. Second Kings 3, you should read the entire thing. But the Israels were winning the battle, and as they were in retreat, the king of Moab realized they were losing. So listen as I read this passage. 2 Kings 2, 26-27 When the king of Moab realized that he was losing the battle, he took 700 swordsmen with him, and he tried to force his way through the enemy lines and escape to the king of Syria, but he failed. So he took his oldest son, who was to succeed him as king, and offered him on the city wall as a sacrifice to the god of Moab. The Israelites were terrified, and so they drew back from the city and returned to their own country. The king offered up his own son to the god of Moab. Who is this god of Moab? I always thought, well, it's not a real god. There is no god of Moab. But there is, and it is the devil. He offered his son to Satan. And why is this important? Because, because love is a, a very powerful thing. If you have a child, you know what I mean. If he loved his son, and I'm sure he did, he was going to give him the throne. He gave him up, and that had to be a huge sacrifice. However, for him, love was not enough. The power of evil was stronger. The decision of this king was for himself. He wanted to win. He was selfish. He wanted something he desired more than he wanted his son to live. So he sacrificed his son to a god. The connection between the king slaughtering his son and abortion hit me. We all know about abortion. And if you're listening to this podcast, my educated guess is that you probably agree that abortion on demand is evil. However, I never thought of abortion in terms of the fact that a mother is killing her child and offering him as sacrifice in the same way as the king of Moab. Think about it. Abortion is evil and it results in death, the death of an innocent child. Therefore, the sacrifice of a child for the selfish reasons of the mother, whatever that reason may be, is in essence a sacrifice to Satan. Our speaker went on to explain that evil has power. You know, our God demands obedience, but he also demands our love and gives that love back to us. If you look at the gods, and he went through all of um, these different religions, and their gods require obedience and submission, and they don't give anything back. But obviously, they must infuse these people with power, right? Or they wouldn't continue to follow their quote-unquote lowercase god. 
as we can see that in the sacrifice by the king of Moab, which turned around the war, there was power. There was power of evil. There have been so many abortions, and that has fueled the hate in the hearts of those at the top of the government in our world. And we just heard about the governor um, of New York reaffirming that a woman can have an abortion all the way up to birth. I think they were just saying that it was clarifying a law that was already on the books. However, another governor from Virginia jumped on the bandwagon, and we're hearing of other um, states that also want to make similar um, types of declarations. And this governor from Virginia in a radio interview explained that they were hoping to pass a similar bill that even if the child was born and wouldn't be able to live, they would make the child comfortable, but then it would be up to the parent and the doctor to decide on the fate of the child. If the child isn't going to live anyway, why would you have to make any decisions? The problem is words are twisted. A killing of a child is still the killing of a child. The evil side make no mistake, has power. The speaker further explained that Satan does not want people to think he exists. And you can see that as well. People would never agree that it had anything to do with the devil. The love of the human race is being replaced by love of self. I won't go into all the terminology that's used to spin abortion in a good light. We know it's false. It has nothing to do with women's reproductive rights and everything to do with satanic sacrifice and worship that now I can see clearly. As a mother of five and two miscarriages, I know the power of love. I love my children. I know mothers love their children, or they should. The love of a mother should be sacrificial. If our children are hurting, we will do anything and everything we can for that child. We would lay down our lives for our children. But that is not what I see today. I see women who are hurting and confused pushed into abortions by those they think love them. If they are truly loved, would they consider harming their own child? There are so many statistics on women who have had abortions. Some of them use abortions as birth control. Abortion is murder, but now it has another face. It is a ritualistic sacrifice to the evil one. Friends, we can no longer sit back and allow the politicians in the court of public decision to make that decision for us. We must pray like we've never prayed before and plead to heaven as a reminder that this is the number one sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance. I keep thinking this nightmare is going to end and I'm going to wake up and find out it's a horrible dream. But day after day, I hear the relentless chatter on the news that everyone is up in arms because 80% of the population is against late-term abortions. But what about 80% against all abortions? How could any abortion be okay? I know how I felt when I lost a child in miscarriage. What is the mental cost of a woman who has an abortion and later realizes she has killed her child. There are recovery groups for those who have had an abortion, and it's, and it's amazing because I knew the name of the group, but I wanted to make sure that I had it right for this podcast. So I went and searched, and I found page after page after page telling me that abortion was okay. And I was and I typed in the query, help for someone who has had an abortion. So 
the group I was looking for is called Silent No More, and I have a link in the show notes on on this episode, episode uh, 78. And it is an organization of women who help those um, who have been suffering from the effects of their decision, whether they're men or women. Another point was made after this talk by Pastor Father Cooney that human sacrifices do have strength in making evil stronger. Think about that. And the church has Christians who are as a whole are lacking in faith. Our churches are full, but the faith of the average person sitting in the pew is in need of a revival. Maybe, friends, this is our revival. It is time we do things. And, you know, first prayer, we need to pray, then fasting. Fasting and prayer is a secret weapon of Christians that is not utilized much. It has. A, I have a special friend who I've seen her have these amazing results when she prays and fasts. We know that evil has strength because it seems like we're losing the battle. We're losing the battle of public opinion just toward abortions in general. We need to pray not only to end abortion, but for the Lord to fill mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters with love. That love that comes from God, the love that will change hearts. In our world, we should be filled with love. We have so much to be thankful for. And if our world was filled with love, if we could get along with each other, if we could focus on the task of following the Lord's will for our lives, we would not have this nightmare in our time. So friends, we have a job ahead of us. We are to pray like we've never prayed before, and I'm asking you to join me in asking the Lord for a miracle. Dear Lord, I praise you like never before. You are the Almighty One, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. My God, I worship you as the true God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Lord, I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for each of my children that you have given me, and I lift them up to you by name. I ask you to bless them, to watch over them, and to protect them. I ask you to fill them with every good thing and fill them with your love. I thank you for my family, my extended family, and all those loving people you have put in my life. I ask you, Lord, to hear our prayers. I know you are victorious, and I know that the battle over evil has been won. And I claim that in the precious name of Jesus for us here on earth. I ask you to protect our country, our world, and please stop this insidious call for abortion on demand. I ask you, Lord, to fill us with your love, fill us to overflowing, because true love casts out all fear. And we should not be fearful, but put on the armor of Christ to defeat the evil one. We can do nothing without you, Lord, this I know. So I ask that you empower those with real power to combat this on the local, state, and national level, that you infill us, your prayer warriors, with direction and instruction to join the army of Christ. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.